Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Ideally Though. Ideally Though. I'm your host Erica and with me is my hubby, my bestie, my butter bitch boy. Yeah. What up, yo? I hope everybody had a good Valentine's Day. I did. Yeah? I definitely did. I spent the whole day with you, which was great. I had to work. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like working, being frustrated, like, oh, y'all know it's my anniversary, it's, my, it's Valentine's Day and y'all just loading yeah. me up. Uh, we had a special day at work on our anniversary, and it always tends to happen for me whenever I like either plan something or I'm about to do something, and then like something comes up, mm. and the thing I work on, you know, got released, and that's pretty cool. But at the same time, I wasn't there to celebrate or anything, but I also didn't want to. I told him I wouldn't go do a goddamn thing unless <laughs> something was on fire. So <laughs> I wonder, like everybody did for Valentine's Day, or what you are used. to. To doing or if you have a preference on what you want to do you think women should plan valentine's day i i feel like that would be kind of different a little weird maybe i don't know it's like a woman's holiday yeah i feel like it's a woman's holiday the man yeah planning it and it got to be good it well yeah you kind of set the standard for things i think that if you're over probably 25 um I mean, it's all, everybody's a different type of woman, but no, you cannot take me to Applebee's for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Wasn't there a list about that? Like exactly. the restaurant? Are you <laughs> fucking dumb? <laughs> Are you dumb? No. That's great. It would be even better if you plant something cute at home, a picnic or something cute. You had a whole bunch of like different meats and cheeses and, and stuff delectables like <laughs> and stuff like that. I could go for that, but like, oh, baby, let's just go get a little Caesar's pizza. <laughs> Who does that on Valentine's Day? I'd be like, Day? well, we about to end this relationship. <laughs> You're going to be single on Valentine's Day. Yo, when we went to the restaurant, I'm like, looking around, like, there's a theme here. It's a lot of older people here. Yeah. A lot of people can spend a little bit of coin, but they're older, so they're like, listen, we ain't dressing up. Yeah. But I'll take you to a nice restaurant. Well, because they've been together with people they've been with for like 20 or 30 years. It I don't need like to it. impress. You know what I mean? We're that's here like, to have a good see, dinner. Yeah, I think that's what they're like. Listen, I've been with your ass for 45 years. <laughs> You've seen it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you gave me some like roses and we had some edible arrangements. Yes. I love a good chocolate, chocolate you strawberry. You do. Got some presents and stuff. So yeah. I feel like I had a good uh, Valentine's Day. I always look forward to dinner. You yeah, know, me so too. I can get a little co- couple cocktails. <laughs> give me, a, you know, give me some nice little steak or something like that. Yeah, if yeah, I'm yeah. in the mood for steak, because I try to stay away from the beef. I'm always in the mood for steak. Whatever. But um, I know sometimes it can be a lonely holiday for people. So some people. Yeah, I yeah. always say just keep busy and do something for yourself. Listen, if I was single, I'm I'm bringing flowers. I'm delivering flowers to myself. <laughs> I will have edible raisins come to me, even if I was a man. Listen, <laughs> and I believe I was probably a man in the um, in your past life. Yeah, in my past life, I was probably a man, but Funny. I know how to treat myself. <laughs> so you always need somebody to do something for you. Go ahead and a month in advance, 
order them edible arrangements, get you some flowers to your house, like share it on Clueless. Like you like, can do it too. You can do it. Um, but it can be lonely and then you get people who are a little like, oh fuck y'all. Just you, yeah, like, you can do that. That's that's always great. Yeah, you can just be yourself. the internet hater and just oh, well, consistently not just hate on everybody who's happy. That's yeah. always fun too. Oh gosh. <laughs> I mean, I guess on to better things, but we had the Super Bowl on Sunday. Yes. Um, we I should be betting because I told y'all who was gonna win. I you said did. I'm rooting for the Chiefs and what happened. I only picked because you picked them, yeah. I should have put a couple hundred dollars on the game. We did say that. <laughs> you know what? This was like the most televised Super Bowl in history. Mm-hmm. It was like 2.2, like 2 million, over 200. Some big number. Big number, tears. right. Okay. But I feel like it's always climbing. So I don't know if it really is like. That's weird because I always feel, I feel like over the last few years, I feel like it's all it's been up and down and falling and stuff. So like maybe a year is better than the prior year, but then it fell again. I don't know, but I mean, I think people at the end, like after the halftime show, they were saying their shits about Usher. Yeah. I thought he did amazing. And I think when people look back on it, they're like, no, he did his thing. Yeah, uh, I think I thought it was pretty good. Actually, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Now, would I say it's like one of the top five? No, yes, I wouldn't. Me. I don't. I don't think it would be in the top five category. Maybe who top you, ten. Who are you putting in your top five Super Bowl? Firstly, I don't. It, well, I was gonna say that I don't really watch Super Bowl that often, but I know you're not gonna more or less top Prince or Michael Jackson. That's okay. But you then, got two. Yeah, right, but then you have other ones. But I've honestly not watched them. But I'm relatively sure you're not gonna put. Most people aren't gonna put Ushers in the top five. Probably top ten, which I think is okay. I think that's okay. I think a top ten performance out of all the ones probably, that we've had pretty fucking awesome. I would probably put him in top five because I'm going to be biased against like when I say, ooh, Bon Jovi and stuff. No, I wouldn't because I don't listen to them. People. Right, but some people yeah. might 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 feel that way. I I think, personally, it could be a, a little bit of a personal bias because you that was just like the smallest snippet of the show. Like, you, you had yeah. mentioned that to me. It's like, oh, that kind of feels like exactly like the show. Yeah, it's just crunched down into mm-hmm. 13 minutes yeah. of a two-hour show, yes. Yeah, now, and he, if he was able to stay on that Super Bowl stage, it would probably be number one. Yeah, I because would that. we were all like, you know, I think that you... Okay, yeah, yeah, you know, it was switching. <laughs> the song was so fast. Yeah. We were like, God damn. I think that was my biggest uh, complaint. I mean, the song... But then again, he has such a huge catalog that when... Like, the last episode when we said, like, you know... How are you gonna fit all like all that catalog into like 13, 14 minutes? I knew he was gonna put all of them in there too. I just knew it. And he did. The only thing I could say maybe that he could have done, like he did such a big production. Mm-hmm. You can't even say, Oh, you should have did this. Maybe coming from the Raptors. That's the only other thing. And if they would have maybe gave him twenty minutes, then yes, we could have been grooving a little bit more. That's fair. But he did more, more than most people have done. I uh, I like the professionalism uh, that was displayed because uh, after all that, it, things started to come out like there was a person who slipped a fell that was injured, one person that got thrown up, like actually fell and hurt themselves. He had a couple uh, wardrobe malfunctions that you didn't even really see on camera That's because good. he handled it. You know what I mean? That just shows the kind of like stature of a, He's a performer, performer he is. Yeah. Exactly. So... Uh, I gotta say it was it was really good. I mean, I didn't give a fuck about the game. I honestly just wanted to see him perform, to be honest. So yeah, I got my you know just dues, I guess. I was like, okay, you throwing people over in the air, y'all be rollerblading. <laughs> you you better be lucky it wasn't raining out here. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, 
But there were some people who were, I feel like Gen Z, who was like, oh, millennials, what y'all got to say about this Usher show? Because it wasn't good. Yes, it was. Uh, it was really good. I don't have to really care about the opinions of people who can't vote or so, anything like that or who okay. choose not to. So, you know. Catch it. Yeah, those types of people don't. You don't know anything. You, you like little Uzi Vert. Let's be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> who do you want to see next that maybe has not done a Super Bowl that you'd be like, you know, they would be really good? Has Chris Brown done one? No, we should have Chris he Brown. He would be in the top five guaranteed. I feel that one in my bones. He's that top tier of a performer. I feel like he's gonna be. He he would he would tip the scale. I feel like he. Do would. you think they allow him because of pass? I, I feel like they look at a lot of the things like uh, when they you go to get a passport. You know, doing background checks. Do you think they're gonna allow my friend nowadays to do Super Bowl? Nowadays, um. The background check is kind of what most people do now. They just gonna check you out your, your digital footprint or footprint in general, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's just gonna come with the the scrutiny of like with social media and shit. With the whole Rihanna thing. Yeah, just yeah. with all of that. So no matter what's the case, he's been fighting it all this time because he did the thing. I'm sure he can fight through that before. He just would need the support behind him to be like, we don't give a fuck what you guys say. We're making him the halftime show. Let's be honest. He puts out an album now once, twice a year. He's very consistent, been consistent since yeah. he came out. He's a performer like Beyonce, like entertainer, Usher, yeah. entertainer. He's going to dance. He's going to give you everything. I think we should give Usher, if not next year, because it's going to New Orleans. Let's mm -hmm. give him the 60th. You know, let's, or if it's the 60th, they might bring out multiple people. Can we get a little bit of like a 30 minute? That'd be cool. You know, and we can bring out multiple Make people. Make them longer. That yeah. would be interesting. I would. I wouldn't mind that because I do only really do uh, pay attention to the halftime show parts anyway. So mm. that would be very interesting to see longer performances. I mean, because if you go back to like the 90s, I mean, they had when Michael Jackson did it, he didn't move for like 15 minutes. And they had like the doubles on, on the lights and shit that jumped out of the stage and all that shit. And he did the whole jam where he just stands there and like switches his head for like 10 minutes. So give Usher more time. Give our performers more time. 15, 10 minutes. Did it really be like three minutes or something like that? No, it was long. It was They allowed Michael that time. Yeah, it's Michael Jackson. It's Michael Jackson. It's just it's the same. They didn't shut down the Prince. It was supposed to get shut down, but they didn't shut down Prince's performance because it was raining. You don't do it if it's an act of God and he's singing Purple Rain. I was a little know? nervous that he was going to get electrocuted. <laughs> That's what the concern was, but he rolled with it. it so amazing. if anything... If if we are allowing our calibers, uh, our, our, our artists of those caliber, excuse me, to perform that way, if I'm going to have Beyonce or Rihanna or any of those people, Usher or those people on stage, give them more time, bro. Because cutting off Superstar the way they did, hurt my soul. Oh, yeah, it was real good, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> real, real good. Do you think with the it being the most watched Super Bowl that we have to give it a little bit to the Taylor Swift and her Swifties? Oh, I hate that. Okay. Oh. She brings a. I don't know. I think she brings a lot. To I I get it because her and that like Kelsey guy, right, or whatever, like mm -hmm. the super couple or whatever the fuck. And yes, if you're that big of a person, your your beehive, your swifty hive or whatever is gonna come up behind you and be like, oh, I now like football. You know? Right. <laughs> you know, you never seen that girl at the games. <laughs> now she over there. Right. Rude. So, I mean, yes, you gotta give credit to the Swifties in that way. I mean, if I mean when. I think Beyonce did it a few uh, a couple of years ago or whatever, right? I mean, her hive turned out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, at the end of the day, you got to say that like Taylor's influence definitely drove the numbers and the eyeballs to the mm -hmm. game. Do I like it? 
no. <laughs> now, you know what? Now that I'm so like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and that's been my initiative for the last two years. Yes. Like when I put my mind to it, I do it. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm really going to shoot for the 60th football. So in two years, I'm going to try to go to the Super Bowl. The tickets are expensive, but I don't care. I'm a boss bitch, and I'm going to really try my hardest to go to the Super Bowl because everybody and their mom was at the Super Bowl and it was out here and I was like, dang, I could really be, you know, networking and hanging out with my friends. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> that's the group of people that I want to hang out with. Fair. Um, but it was a lot of good people. They did announce um, a couple of days ago that it's going to be in New Orleans. Oh, cool. So, I mean, I don't want to go there in February. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see what it, where, in two years where they go and talk and save up my little coin. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right. So next thing I want to talk about, we talked about this last week briefly, was mm. the Monique interview with Shannon Sharp. Yes. Now, I know you watched it. I didn't watch all of it. I don't... I. I have this love-hate relationship when it comes to Monique interviewing because mm-hmm. it's been like this tour, you know, this just tour of like, this person did me wrong, this person did me wrong, this person did me wrong, and I get it. But on the other hand, I don't always want to hear it because then that makes you look like just this scorned, angry black woman and you're a comedian and it's starting to feel like you're not a comedian. I like rarely get glimpses of you laughing and smiling. It's just like the strong, very serious auntie that you're like, oh damn, I got, I'm about to get scorned. You know, I'm about to get disciplined by this aunt right now. And I got to sit here and listen. I kind of want a little bit of a glimpse of like, you doing good. And let's put a little bit more jokes out. She was joking a little bit with Shannon Sharp about like, don't be dating them young girls and stuff like that. But I was just like, I, it's this tour for years now, and I I want to I want to hear something a little bit different. Um, I can agree and disagree with you here. I agree with you in the sense that like the story has been told, and uh, a lot of people who at least paid attention at that point in time uh, did listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does get repetitive because it has been told over the same years. Yeah. But if you are telling the story and no one is actually listening because your circumstance hasn't changed, is it fair for her to then continue to say it until she gets to a platform that is that megaphone? You know what I'm saying? I feel like she's been on, for me, I thought she'd been on multiple platforms that were of caliber that she has some, you know, um, she had voiced her concerns. Mm -hmm. So I'm just wondering. But does it feel like it had that same impact as it did with this one? Yes, I do, but I'm someone who's in it, so I, I exactly, exactly. I'm like, okay, we we hear it. That's I, my, I, I think that's my point here. With if you, when I mentioned for those of us who paid attention to it and heard it before, mm-hmm. those other ones did not. And with the platforms being as big as they are now, with like Club Shay Shay being the, I mean the the shade room of YouTube at this point, yeah. right? Uh, it seems to me that it's it is a bit of a marketing decision not a bad one i'm not going to say it's like all promo here but the the story is important to tell it is so i agree that it is way too often that it was told because we were there mm-hmm. right but it's fresh on the people's minds now because platform one to some people to me it's kind of like being in a 
a party with someone that you always see at the parties, right? We go to the same parties and they tell the same joke. I get and it. And you're like, okay, or the same story. Just, and you're like, okay, um, I get it because I'm a black woman in this entertainment business because I am. <laughs> Book me. But it, I don't know. It's just, I think it brings me to a point where it came with her versus Taraji giving out the message, right? Okay. So what do you think is the difference between Taraji saying it versus Monique? Platform. Platform, and really? Platform and influence. Yes, because because of the fact that Monique has not been in our faces, yet Taraji has been for the last fucking six, seven years. I think that it has to do with delivery and receiving. Now, Taraji, and, and, you know, we're black, I'm a black woman, and, you know, we're supposed to be these strong women who's supposed to, yeah, you know, we'll get it next time, we'll do this, we'll keep working hard, we'll keep working hard, and honestly, when you think of someone like a white woman with they cry versus a black woman cry, it's different. Yeah. You know, they need the help and all that. So it kind of feels like as black women, sometimes we have to kind of docile our tone with things. You have to change up your tone. You know how sometimes you got that phone voice and stuff like that? Monique don't change code it up. Switching is what code switching. To, yes. Monique don't code switch. Yeah, so, I don't think she should have to. But sometimes when you want it received, you sometimes have to code switch, right? Because sometimes you're coming off two people and you can't help it like this angry big black woman. But what if that is your brand? I mean, I don't know. It's this is it's so such a sensitive topic because of the fact in my head that like ultimately the biggest goal is being missed. Right. And I know she should not have to code switch, but as black people, we always are code switching. We have to sometimes to get our point across, to get what we need, to get what we want. So and I'm not saying that Taraji did this, but Taraji, all she had to do was wipe her little tear on the side of her, and it was genuine, but she wasn't loud with it. She wasn't she wasn't like this crazy anger and i'm not saying that what monique did was wrong but i'm just boisterous yeah what i'm saying is they took it better with taraji because she didn't come off like ah, rah, rah, i think they what took it, some people might think is i also think they took it better with taraji because of the fact that she's been in our face that could be a thing it's, i'm not saying monique isn't like the easiest to deal with i've even heard stories and read things online that like she was not the greatest to deal oh. with and the whole sweet babies and darlings and things are part mm. of the character however that can be the thing that be the catalyst that make people like, you know, I don't know about you to the same degree if I'm blackballed and I've been and I've got this recording of like Tyler Perry mm -hmm. saying he did me wrong and all these other things. And before when I told the story, nobody wanted to believe me and I was called all these liars and I was blackballed. But now I have the evidence and I'm on this massive platform. It is a significant um, carpe diem. Where the, she's seizing the moment. Yeah, but do you think that that I don't feel like it's really changing so much for her? I think it did. I because don't know. she ended up on a tour. Because she's now with Cat Williams, who did the same exact thing and who was going through the same shit before. Because people were like, "Oh, he's crazy," or "He's on something." It's it's accountability sake in the middle of this entertainment massive like you know, Me Too movement mm -hmm. and these people are call out and all this other stuff. I think it's a bit of them taking a look at the other playbooks of all these other people who have yeah. done these things the last couple of years and I'm going to do it my way. This is why I said that I don't think she needs to code switch because, and if she is 
is code switching. It is the sweet chunny honey child baby shit. She well, we just, don't, we don't even. We should just just get it out there and say, you know, speak your truth. Now, I don't think Moni code switch, and I think that's. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I think that's sometimes what is the problem. I'm just saying in Hollywood, that's fair. They want us to act and 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 show bold and all that yeah. for them, yeah. and show that we can be really nice and easy and very, you know, to work with. Mm. Um, she doesn't do that, so this is why it took so long, and you have to get... Taraji wasn't on no crazy big platform to do all that, right? She is she is in our face, but she's also not yelling it to us, or having... It's not a big-ass press tour of how she's been done wrong. Mm-hmm. She could say it, this is what it is, I'm confirming what Monique and a lot of other black women and actors are saying, mm-hmm. but it's not this long tour that is going on and going on and going on and 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 then also this person this person this person this person this person that also doesn't look good either mm-hmm. i can understand you already said tyler perry you already said lee daniels oprah but then you have the interview with shannon sharp and then you bring more people out like thank you kevin hart but i did this with the Hughley. but and it's like damn like you kind of feel like if I were, if I don't do what she said that's how i looked at it a little bit if i don't do what she says or if i don't something, then you're going to call me out. And it should be like, we can have a disagreement. Okay, I didn't work with you. You know, like the Kevin Hart thing, I was like, okay, come on now. Okay, he didn't, he he ain't got the time to work with you or whatever the case may be and all that stuff that happened. Like, do we have to always call everybody? I think the Kevin Hart situation was was a bit different because if you are, if I'm telling you by my word that I'm going to do something with you and then completely ghost you and then the company comes back and tells you that Kevin Hart doesn't want to work with you anymore, it's a bit of a oh that's a slight to me personally can i say this uh, they do that in hollywood all the time you know so it's just a i think it's a hollywood thing don't call me your auntie and one of your influencers and then make me feel like this is a safe space i get you see what i'm saying it's the the whole thing is very very it's compelling to me because i i like to see i've suffered from high schadenfreude when i see people fail and so, <laughs> so, but when it when it comes to me, I like seeing the backlash on some of the the people involved in these things. Yes, yeah. Monique is getting some, but I like the fact that Kevin Hart's getting it because he's human and he yeah. has made himself to look like he's way too perfect. I get it because you should. Your word does to me means everything. It's right? your bond. Yeah, and I, but I'm looking at it in a way of even with how like Cal Williams said as a. He was like a plant. Like, it's Hollywood. He's Hollywood. <laughs> He's Hollywood. Yeah. Not everybody is just, I'm straight Baltimore. I'm That's straight fair. this. That is fair. A lot of people are playing the game. So you don't know that man like that. Mm-hmm. He's Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. I would treat everybody as such until they prove me wrong on a consistent basis. That's fair. Because I'm just saying, human beings will be human beings. I was just like, okay, I get it. He didn't do it. It's fucked up. But like, now you calling out everybody. I just like okay. Everybody okay. Is, is is fallible in this. I yeah, think. I think everybody's fallible. I think honestly though, just like coworkers and things like that, I can work with you. We ain't besties, right? Beyond this, I really won't talk to you. If they act like that in a certain way, then just because then, unfortunately, you're cutting, you're burning bridges. Some Maybe he like wanted to, to come back with you. World burn. Yeah. Some people like to watch the world burn. I'm kind of one of those people, to be honest. Was there anything <laughs> else from the interview that was like kind of st- struck you that you were like, okay? Um, after watching it and even hearing you at mm-hmm. this moment, I'm getting a lot of mental comparisons to what I've been hearing about Dave Chappelle. 
wherein he doesn't seem like a comic anymore, more just a storyteller about mm-hmm. you know topics uh, that are you know pertinent in the world at the moment. And um, the loss of comedy is scary to me yeah, in this. Sucks. It feels very um, like we're losing a bit of truth. There's a, there's comedy comes from tragedy. And there's a bit of truth in all of the, these things that most of these comedians say, right? Because they're saying the things that we are thinking mm-hmm. in the most yeah, cases. Yeah, that we don't we're afraid to say. Exactly. And um, with with this entire situation, it feels like everybody's pointing the finger at each other, like that Spider-Man. Movie. Yeah, it is. That's why I'm like, can we stop it? Yeah. I, and I love Monique. Don't get me wrong. I love her. Probably one of my favorite female um, comedians. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I want to get back to the basics. Yeah, yeah. Um, the comedians, like you said, pointing fingers and yeah. no one's on the same team anymore. Yeah. It's kind of weird. And that's the part I have the issue with when it comes to the talking about everything. I'm like, so you guys are all now against each other, right? And the whole, don't even get me started with that whole D.L. Hughley thing in her. I'm just, it just looks really nasty and you guys are not leaving a good impression for young comedians or people who they are like, come on, we can come up together because you guys are looking really... Yeah, Fickly. it's not like it is a, a community. Yeah, anymore. Because you would think like comedians stand together. I mean, when people were getting canceled, let's say eight, nine years ago, yeah. comedians would like it was a fucking joke, you know? Like, yeah. And they would stand their ground, like ten toes down on it, and defend that comedian. But now, no it's one's... almost throwing each other under the bus. And I understand Monique feeling that way herself. True. So she's like, okay, I'm, you know, every man for themselves. That's valid. Fuck it. That's valid. You know, but I'm just like. I would be nervous if somebody was like, oh, Monique's coming out here. Do you want to go? Because I'm like, am I going to hear another interview or am I going to get some jokes? That's the same thing. Like I said, that's the Dave Chappelle uh, um, comparison there. Uh, too many people have now be said that, like, uh, I, I miss when he would just tell funny jokes. They were the, and that was it. I don't want to hear about the trans stuff. I don't want to hear about this other stuff. Just make me laugh. And if know? it's going to blend in, it blend in. Yeah, You know, course. instead of, like, Telling this whole long drawn out story, and then here comes one, you know, punchline. It's like we need more jokes then, because we've already heard it, right? It's almost it's too many, too much tragedy yeah. as it is in the world right now. I mean, can we get some ha has and guffaws? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yes, you've yeah. been blackballed. Yes, all this stuff has happened, but guess what? You're alive, right? You know, you you are on tour. Yeah, even without Cal Williams, she was she was touring. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I don't know where they can come to a resolution because I'm actually tired of hearing one. about it. I'm I don't think honest. there will be one until most people, you know, really pay more attention to how their contracts and how things look and be more personable in the entertainment business. But I don't think that's going to be anytime soon. It's a fucking Ouroboros snake that eats itself. <laughs> and then, like, the whole thing when Shannon Sharp talked about, like, her son and then she said she doesn't really have a relationship. There was that, too. And then her son, he did – he actually did two – he went online twice. He went online yesterday mm. and then earlier in the week. Mm. And it when I listened to him, it was kind of like I went back to my teenage or myself with my relationship with my parents. And I was like, I get it. It's something about our parents' generation with them saying, I'm here. You can come to me. And it's like and, and making this persona of um, we're such good people. And I don't yeah. know why they're tripping. No, that's a facade. Yeah. And we understand that you're such a great person outside of your family. Right. But I have this issue with people always saying, go to your parent, go to your mom, go to your dad. Like I gave birth to them. 
I'm the child. They should be coming to me. They should be coming to me. Now, yeah. I'm over here. Yeah. And never offering up an apology or accountability yeah. is a really big issue. You got to have accountability as a parent. And you, he did speak to a lot of that being her problem, which is why I yeah. mentioned it earlier. Um, the That sweet baby and all that other stuff, it, coming from him, he's saying it's just a, a mostly an act. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. I, you could be know. sweet baby to everybody else, but not to me. Yeah, but not to me. It's it's, it's weird. Uh, it's, a, it's an ugly situation. You can go on media and paint yourself in a, in a real light, but you can't. You got to understand, like these things that we are looking at are recording everything you are doing, yeah. and the people outside who aren't in, sitting in this recording are gonna tell your truth too, because they know you. Yeah, it's ugly. It's ugly. I think the first thing you need to do before you start pointing fingers, no matter what, fix your household first. Yeah, fix home. Fix home. Because this is when people pop up like your son. This isn't a great aunt who's like, yeah, she's been a bitch. No, it's your son. <laughs> <laughs> it's your son. And he has real life things he's saying. Yeah. And so, that makes it more culpable when it's something that you're seeing. When it's yeah. like right off like the I've been living you, this. Oh, I understand. I'm the closest thing to her. You know what yeah. I mean? That type of shit. It's, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I hate the back and forth because Monique is very good at let me go on live. Hey, sweet babies. He lying. Here's the text messages that we did. Have, I've been trying. But I'm like, 2021 yeah. text messages? Yeah. It's 2024. So you didn't try enough. Or yeah, come often. on now. Yeah, like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. So briefly, I think I showed you earlier in the week the new pictures for, you know, Jafar did mm, dressed yeah. up as Michael Jack. Do you like how he's looking? Yeah, he looks Pretty much one to one to Mike. Do you like the nose? I didn't know if I really like the nose. They always tend to make it a little bit bigger. Nobody's gonna get the <laughs> nose right. He Michael couldn't get the nose right. <laughs> Only one that did was God, and he chopped it off. So it's God, like, Jesus look, Christ. Look. So, at the end of the day, it look does it look like a nose? Does it look like it could smell? <laughs> I, should, I don't know. Michael looks like he could smell. So I don't know. Yeah, that's all it needs. Jafar, I think, is the perfect person to play his uncle. He is genetics first. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he looks like him. Yeah. Yeah. His dad, they was in the Jackson Five. You know, grandfather. Talk, yeah, I think it's really good. Um, I saw pictures of Coleman Domingo playing. Uh, what's the daddy's name? Joseph. Joseph. Yes. So he, I was like, oh, okay, I see it. I'm seeing it. Yeah, I seen a few of those pictures, and I was like, I yeah, did not see definitely. Mia Long. How she look? She looks good. She can play. She's definitely going to play Catherine very similar to Angela Bassett. Uh, I think she'll rival it. Does she look better? Okay. From that, you know, American Dream to what you, the picture I mean, you saw. Angela Bassett didn't look attractive as Catherine, so I can't say. Damn, but she looked like you would. No, I you mean, would she fuck just Catherine. looks like. Uh, no. <laughs> Nia Long's version. Nia Long's version. I mean, you might take it Yes. <laughs> you take <laughs> Catherine down the path. Yeah, know? yeah, but it, it, she does look like she'll rival it. Um, and it does seem like the, the chemistry uh, looks good. Really? I'll say the chemistry looks good, so. I'm excited for it because when, as we talked about it earlier uh, last week, I think it was like, you know, the only thing we have is the American Dream, right? The Jackson story. They actually did good. And job. it was it was a that that was decent. And um, with this one in particular, it looks like uh, they're really doing their homework. I think the estate is fully involved. Yay! And um, with that comes a lot more than what we're just we're not just going to probably get only Michael's story we're going to probably get Jackson 5 as a whole into Michael's story yeah i think which so which i like the most um Me because too. uh 
I'm all about the origin stories of things. I yeah. love that the lore and backstory stuff. And mm -hmm. American Dream did it well, and this one being for the newer age and keeping, you know, the music alive. I won't say everything else, but the music alive is important to me. I, yeah, because I think when I seen other biopics of Michael Jackson, it went straight to him being an adulthood. And I was like, I don't want to see this because I'm living it. Yeah. I kind of want to see stuff that I wasn't here in the 70s and the 80s and yeah. the 60s. And I want to I want to know some background things stuff. Things I'm not privy to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want to see no 2003 stuff. I'm like, I know that shit, yeah. you know? So I'm excited for it. Yeah, I, I'm definitely excited. That's definitely going to be something I'm going to go see in the theaters for sure. You think it's going to come out of theaters or it's going to so. go right? Okay. I think it would. I, if I'm the Jackson estate, I'm, if I, it's, it's, it's contractual movies. that it needs to go worldwide because he went worldwide. You know how much money we're going to fucking get? Yes. <laughs> China yes. alone. Ding. <laughs> All right. So I was going to talk about this last week, but it slipped my mind. We mm -hmm. have so much going on. But two women have come forward and accused Jonathan Majors of emotional and physical abuse. So two more women. God damn. Yikes. It's like, what are this you doing? This nigga is really the nigga from Creed 3. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. I'm like, I'm scared. Megan, you got to shoot his big ass. I'm like, Megan Good, walk away. Sure, man. Walk away. Blink once if you need help. <laughs> A part of me really feels like they like, listen, can you please help him and make his image better? Ain't no way they it's, can't talk about that. Of course that that's what it is. Everybody feels that way. And I'm 100% sold that she's just there to be. Megan Good, please fix my image. Don't touch me. We're not kissing. I can hold your hand. I have stipulations on what I got to do. So. It, 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 wild. Ugh. That's wild. I mean, come on, dog. To, to, also, that interview he did didn't do him any justice. And now with these other forthcoming people coming out, it's like, oh, you just was out here trying to save face. <laughs> just on the Jonathan Majors, some you upcoming black actors. Yeah, don't get Jonathan Majors. It's now a verb. Yeah, I okay. Well, all right. Um, on to a little bit. And this is probably the last thing I want to talk about. No, I have a couple more things. So tech wise, since you didn't really have anything tech wise to give me, I'm just giving a little bit. You know, I like to switch. I'm code switching too. Oh. Okay. Oh, so with the Super Bowl that we just had, it is the first in history to be entirely powered by renewable energy. No. At the Allegiant Stadium. Oh, that's cool. So through a 25-year agreement with Envy Energy, mm -hmm. the stadium utilized solar power from a new installation uh, generating around 10 megawatts of energy. So oh. this kind of equals to wow. about powering 46,000 yeah. homes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Envy Energy, like we could use our bills to go a little lower. Y'all, you know, or give us a free month. Yeah, they should. I, I mean, living in the desert alone, you would think that Envy Energy would have some type of plan to like, hey, we're going to just put solar everywhere here. It's a monopoly. We don't have yeah, no other freaking power companies, right. and we have to deal with this. It's trash, and I really wish we had other competitors out here, mm -hmm. other factories and plants or some shit. I could just go, I'm going to get my money over here to these people and get yeah. more wattage or whatever the fuck it is. You know? I think, honestly, though, it's really irresponsible if you, do, if you are a, a homeowner and you don't have solar. I think so, too. Yeah. It's... it's I mean, self-sustaining alone as it is, you know what I'm saying? Come and on, they give hurts. you tax credits and yeah. support. It's I smart. feel like you're it's just smart. a asshole if you're like, no, I don't want to, or no, I want to I wanna, uh, put my sprinklers on in a drought. Like, those assholes, <laughs> get <America>. solar. Right. <laughs> get solar, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, one of the last things, this is the last thing. Beyonce, she couldn't even get my man Usher his little time to shine. She just had to be on a Verizon commercial. <laughs> 
with her beautiful ass. I'm not even gonna say stupid ass, her beautiful ass. And basically, she dropped, boom, we get Renaissance to Act Two, mm-hmm. March 29th, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be a hee haw country album. What you think about her doing country? I'm gonna do everything. I'm gonna be real with you. Uh, I'm impressed by the hee haw. Bottom cowboy. But, uh, okay. I'm not a big country fan. In fact, Toby Keith, my favorite, he passed mm-hmm. recently, so that sucks. But I'm interested. Okay, and the only reason why I'll say this, the only reason why I'll say this is I'm interested is because she did that dance album. So she's now doing things that are so different. I love it. That I like it again. Like I'm I I want the artists in music and like whatever the fuck you do if you're an artist, like challenge yourself. I love it because it there's nothing in my mind, that she cannot do. That, that's the point I was yeah. going to make. Exactly. She's she, Betting on yourself means a lot. I'm going to give it a fucking shot. And I mm-hmm. love that. I'm just yep. going to give it a shot. Um, Lupe Fiasco is my absolute favorite rapper, right? Mm-hmm. He used to have a punk rock band called Japanese Cartoon. That's like Ice T. Exactly. Yeah. And I fucking love Japanese Cartoon. And they're hard. They're hardcore. And I love it. And it's completely different. It doesn't sound like him. He goes by Wasalu, his like real name in the band and shit like that. It's so cool. And I like when artists step out of their comfort zone. There's artists that do it bad. Lil Wayne, never do a rock album ever again. (laughs) (laughs) But this here, I feel like Beyonce is such a fucking titan in the industry. She gonna have other artists who are already in the country realm like lighting fire on that thing. You know what I'm saying? So like some black artists, R and B, pop, they don't like to get into country or yeah. because it's like it can be racist. Yeah, I, I get it. Like Candy Burst writes for country people. T Pain also. He was yeah. like, I just stopped saying I want to get credited because yeah, yeah. I did run across a lot of racist comments about me writing for this country yeah. person. But I think she's such a, a trailblazer that she's That's just probably she's gonna. She's gonna kill it. She's gonna give Taylor yeah. Swift a run for her money, and we need other people, black country people, to help out Darius Rucker. So come on, Beyonce. <laughs> now I do want to say this: Damn girl, I'm broke. I've been to a Beyonce concert before. Do I want to go to a Renaissance? I, yes, I want to wear my silver and look like aluminum foil. But damn, like it's like a lot of money. I'm gonna go broke just going to see your ass for fucking three hours. Shit, we are done. We don't got no money. You just got <laughs> done with touring. You probably gonna do it again, and we broke. Shit. Inflation. And if, 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 if brokies can't afford it, man, you know what? People are willing to not We're pay their rent. We're not worthy, apparently. <laughs> they don't want to pay their rent. They're going to max out their credit card. There's plenty, there's plenty of the behind who are homeless and will make it to that fucking concert. So That's you know not what? worth it to me. Shouts out to <laughs> I went to see Beyonce already, but it was during the single ladies. Mm. So I saw her at that time. Would I love her to see her now? Yes, but I'm really, I'm going to be honest, like, I'm not that deep into the beehive. Yeah. Uh, I'll see you on TV. If you if if money always come, you know what I'm saying. It's not, I'm not really crazy interesting. It's not something I'm like bucket list. I've already seen her, yeah. so it's like. I mean, that doesn't have to be a, a bucket list thing for me. I've seen Lupe. I would love to go see him again. Yeah, you know but that's I mean? your favorite artist. I mean, Beyonce's not my favorite artist, you know. But there's people who love Beyonce. That's the mother of all it's, mothers. You can't fault them for that. Yeah. So with me, I'm like, listen, I don't know if I'll, I'll be holding on to my money. Like, then we have to snatch it out of my damn cold hand. Yeah, and that'll be hard to get off to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all I had for trendy topics. Do you have any last words of wisdom before we get out of here for the weekend? Um, no, I'm going to continue my vacation. 
Well, fuck you. And enjoy myself not working. Uh, and catch us on Hedgehog. I'll say that. Okay, catch us Hedgehog. on Hedgehog. Okay. Yeah, Hedgehog. Another Social. platform. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'll say that. Well, I do want to let you guys know that we drop our audio every Friday. I said this all the time on all streaming platforms. And we're on YouTube on Sunday. So catch the visual on Sundays at Ideally No Pod. Yep. And like, subscribe, hit the bell. Share that shit. <laughs> And we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Yeah.